newly approved technology could provide relief to farmers in their struggle against resistant weeds. But experts say it won't come easy. This is AgCast, brought to you by the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture. I'm Ginger Rousey. In November 2016, the EPA approved a label allowing the use of the herbicide dicamba in dicamba-resistant soybeans. While the newly approved products will be less volatile than older formulations, they come attached with a strict set of requirements. Today we finish our conversation with UT Extension weed scientist Larry Steckel discussing what producers can expect in 2017. First, Larry, this approval comes with some pretty steep expectations for producers. Yeah, if, um, if, if you're wanting to use Extend Soybeans and you're just wanting to hit the easy button, uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to be a technology for you. Um, you you're going to need to, if anything, probably move into it with some baby steps, maybe look at it in a field or two, um, not go whole hog with it because it has a lot of, a lot of well, six major things you're going to have to do in order for it to, to stay put. Um, number one, you can only use one nozzle type. So you're going to have to replumb your sprayer with those new nozzles or turbo T-jet induction nozzles and only an 04 orifice. Uh, boom height. you got to keep the boom height low. It's easier said than done, but it needs to be within 24 inches of the target. Um, no tank mixes. That's going to be a really a ringer for a lot of these folks, but there's a reason for it. If you pull just some old Roundup off the shelf and dump it in with Extended Max, uh, you're going to increase the volatility greatly. You're going to just basically make it what we had this past year with things like Banville. So no tank mixes. Hopefully they'll get some approved ones, that, but the research isn't out on which ones can be approved. So as of now, there's no tank mixes. Um, uh, wind speed, you're going to need to keep it above three miles an hour, which is surprising, but that's for inversion issues, uh, but ideally below 10, and that can be hard to hit, even though the label is going to stay up to 15. I'm going to hope people spray closer to 10. Um, and just watch out what's downwind of you. Uh, uh, that's going to be part of it, 110-foot buffer downwind. Um, and those are the real big key ones uh, to, that we're going to have to do that we really haven't had to do before. Is there a fear that farmers are going to be planting the extend soybeans because they have to, so their their crops will not be injured by drift from neighboring farmers? Yeah, I've heard that from a number of farmers, and I think some of that will be in play. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of reasons people are going to plant different things, but Roundup's going to be pretty much gone. Roundup ready crops are soybeans, um, you know, cotton, we, we're kind of out of that business now. Anyway, have been for a while, but uh, soybeans, we're going to be out of it. This next year, we're probably going to be 40% or so, maybe 50, I would guess, extend. And the rest will probably primarily be Liberty Link uh, with some Roundup thrown in maybe in Middle Tennessee. But we're having a pretty big sea change. Uh, the problem is, and the trick we got to do is have all these uh, coexist <laughs> without problems. That's going to be the trick. Well, you've done extensive research on this, uh, and it works if you do it correctly, right? Yeah, we've done a fair amount of, well, a lot of weed control with it. And, and from, a, from a weed control standpoint, we can make those systems work very well. Dicamba is not a silver bullet. I hear folks, so well, I'm just going to spray it a couple times and, and call it good. It's not going to be that easy. We're still going to have to use pre's in the program, uh, residuals over the top. Uh, if you do that, uh, that, that's a really robust system. Uh, Liberty is the same way. Um, so, uh, but again, you need to use residuals and not just rely on, on these post-emergence applications. Uh, those will be, those will be key going forward. Um, 
So, but the volatility part and some of those things, we've done a number of studies, um, more small scale, um, but it's going to, I think we'll all probably learn a thing or two when we start doing it big scale. Uh, when a lot of farmers get on a lot of acres spraying with these big sprayers. Um, so stewardship is going to be just ultra important, especially this first year right out of the chute. Uh, if anything, err on the side of caution. Uh, this first year out, I wouldn't even think about uh, planting extend soybeans near a tobacco field or somebody's tomatoes or peppers or somebody's vineyard. Um, those kind of things, uh, very sensitive crops, this close, when everybody's trying to get a feel for this technology, those would be a better fit for, for say, a Liberty Link variety. Uh, if you're planting cotton, uh, you got, that's one of the best things about cotton. You could plant extend cotton, but you got Liberty you can spray on it. So you got a good backup. So the trick is going to be on these extend soybeans. Um, we're not going to be planting them on every acre, but we need to place them. I read a quote from you, and I really liked it, Is and I think it was, uh, we have used our mulligan with this technology. So farmers have to just be really careful. What, what do you mean by that? Well, it, the, the big problems we had this past year in the Mid-South, it was primarily in the Mid-South. It wasn't just all the Mid-South, though. They had problems in the Midwest and places and other places that were reported. So, um, but it, all this, off, all this uh, problems we had this past year when dicamba was used off-label, um, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a year to look at, uh, getting a label now to be able to use it legally in crop with these lower vol- volatile formulations and, uh, and do it correctly uh, stewardship-wise. Uh, the problem is if, if we have a lot of farmers or a number of farmers go out there, it wouldn't have to be that many, 10, 10% of them, 20% of them go out there and just start not using the proper formulations. That would be a, oh, a huge killer. Or just totally ignoring a lot of the other things, boom height, wind speed, uh, nozzles. And we have a lot of off-target movement this next year. Um, we've used our mulligan. I think it's very, very likely that it will force the EPA's hand and they'll pull it. When you consider all the issues surrounding the Extend products, is this what our producers need right now, or do we have other options? Well, I would like to think there's a, a, another silver bullet out there, but unfortunately there isn't. Um, I'm, I guess I'm a, all the above-the-board person when I think about I think we need to use every tool we possibly can because uh, because the reality is there's been no new herbicides out in 20 years I don't see any on the foreseeable future we've got to make these work uh, and if we just rely on liberty which is the only other option we got right now I, it's going to be fairly short-lived so having another technology like the extend and using dicamba can actually prolong the liberty's life uh, if we do this right. So I think it, it would help that way. The other thing with these newer technologies, I think we've got to start doing things you don't pour out of a jug in order to sustain them. Uh, and a lot of the research we've been doing here is is doing cover crop research. And, and we found that with these technologies, you can actually, uh, with, with, say, dicamba in soybeans or even Liberty, uh, enhance these uh, cover crops so they're a better weed management tool. Sounds like you're going to be very busy as we go into the 2017 crop season. I think job security won't be an issue for the next year or two. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting year. I think we're going to have some growing pains, some some uh, learning pains here uh, going forward. Hopefully, it'll be minimal, um, and hopefully, everybody's going to come out and 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 go to these trainings that are going to be. You know, most of the states will be doing them, uh, whether in a classroom setting or uh, some of these modules that are being developed. Uh, but they're, they're going to happen in Mississippi, I know, Arkansas, uh, Georgia, and it looks like Tennessee as well. Thank you so much, Larry. Be sure to stay connected to UTIA for more information about upcoming trainings. 
For the UT Institute of Agriculture, I'm Ginger Rousey. For more real-life solutions provided by the UT Institute of Agriculture, go to our website at ag.tennessee.edu.